Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2914 today, part two of my conversation with Adam Christopher, author of the upcoming novel Shadow of the Sith. Punch it. Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So, we are in the middle of a conversation with Adam Christopher, author of his first novel set in the galaxy far, far away. Not his first work writing for the galaxy far, far away, but certainly his first work, and it is epic, Shadow of the Sith. And today we're going to talk about Adam's particular fascination with the Sith and the mysterious villain who appears in this novel. We're going to talk about what he's most excited for people to discover about the novel and so much more. So let's get into it. Here we are picking up the second half of my conversation with Adam Christopher, author of Shadow of the Sith. And you did mention in in your answer the Sith (laughs) and getting to run into them previously and i wanted to ask you about that too because you also brought up at celebration that you were most excited that you were getting to write about the sith and i you know i don't know i guess i find that shocking (laughs) in in a way so i would love to know what is it about the sith that's especially compelling for you they're really interesting because star wars i mean i personally think star wars is science fiction and i know people can argue about whether it's science fantasy or whatever yeah but one of the great <laughs> things about star wars is that it actually is kind of everything because even if you go back to a new hope you know it's a science fiction movie but it's also a western it's a samurai movie it's a swashbuckling adventure it's a epic space opera it's it's high fantasy that's why it's so successful and strikes such a chord with people because it kind of fits everything right so with the sith they are dark and mysterious and almost in that kind of dark fantasy magical way because if you've got the jedi order who are very kind of clean cut and not well clean cut in that they've got like rules and kind of discipline and lightsabers and it's all very nice and then the sith are kind of weird because it's like well they just invented this rule of two because they're the sith and then they've got a hidden world of exegol because they're the sith and you know this whole kind of arcane and esoteric quality but it's still science fiction they've got lightsabers and spaceships and blasters Mm -hmm. so i think i like the sith because you can tell kind of weird we can go in weird and and strange directions and i certainly when i was doing the book i infused something of a sort of horror movie quality to some of it now horror is a different thing and it's not a horror novel but there's something about uh, Kaiser, who's the kind of Sith character in this book, and her setting and her her own legacy and and journey, is horrific, um, and also kind of ma- magical, dark you know, dark magic about it because the Sith are kind of strange. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool, and you can kind of just dial. I dialed it up. It's like, yeah, let's be <laughs> let's be super creepy with Kaiser. 
Turn it mm-hmm. up. Yeah. The kind of the and, more the more creepy it got, the better it worked. I was like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> do you find that um, you know, as you approach this stuff, like are there, you know, are there limits, are there guardrails, or do you get to, you know, I'm not gonna ask you to like dig too deep into the editorial process and how the the IP situation works, but I guess as a writer, like, do you feel like confident enough to say, okay, I'll just, you know, I'll try this. And if they say that it's too much, I can dial it back and it's it's not too big of a concern or um, how do you approach that sort of thing? Well, I think as a Star Wars fan, as I have been my whole life, I kind of know what Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a writer, I kind of know what I have to do. And this is the same for, not just Star Wars, it's the same for like the Stranger Things novel or I did, you know, Elementary and Dishonored. Um, that kind of deep understanding of the universe that you're writing in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Stranger Things novel had to feel like a Stranger Things novel. Star Wars novel has to feel like a Star Wars story. And just by that definition, then there are going to be boundaries because Star Wars is a certain kind of thing for a certain audience. And I, you know, it's an adult novel, but Star Wars is sort of for everybody. So I didn't really have to worry too much about crossing lines or or pushing the boundaries too much because the story I created was already kind of within those boundaries mm-hmm. and like yeah it gets scary but then it also has got funny bits you know there's something for everybody because that's what the movies have and I was really writing this uh, approaching it as though it was episode 6.5 you know, ah. if Return is 6 and Force Awakens is 7 this is 6.5 because it's Luke Skywalker like the main character of Star Wars, you could argue, mm-hmm. and Lando, in that time point between, almost exactly between the two trilogies, in a point we haven't seen before, they're on a big, epic, galactic adventure. So I had this kind of cinematic mindset, and I thought, as a Star Wars fan, what would I go into a episode 6.5 expecting? You know, pretend it's a movie. What would I want to see when I went into the theatre? And going back to the thing with the boundaries, it's like, well, then that automatically creates a kind of structure for the story. And I don't think there was any point where I was worried that I was kind of, you know, as I said before, crossing a line or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's an adult novel, but Star Wars is for everyone. Yeah, I thank you very much for exploring that. I appreciate it. Um, you did just mention also um, our mysterious Sith villain. <laughs> And yes. what I would love to know is, like, does she have um, connections to other Star Wars storytelling out there? And you've been on social media hinting at things, for example, including Dark Legends, which is you know one of the uh, the uh, I guess the fables storytelling, if you will, yeah. from George Mann. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Kaiser. I mean, we revealed this at Star Wars Celebration, so it's not a spoiler. But she's Kaiser, and she's from. Um, the Aftermath trilogy. She appears as in those little interludes in the second and third books. And those interludes were, again, those kind of classic glimpses that you get in Star Wars of, of the character that has the really cool action figure, but you only see them for five seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really, to me, it was an obvious choice to use her as a villain because she has such a, a great little backstory that we learn in Aftermath that clearly there's like a whole world of storytelling around her um so i used her like i was just like yeah of course and then um like dark legends 
which is might be my favorite Star Wars thing ever. So Dark Legends by George Mann is, as you say, it's a kind of fables. It's like the fairy tales of Star Wars within the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. You know, the kind of the campfire stories that the people in Star Wars tell each other. And but the scarier yeah. ones, as it were. Yeah, yeah. And especially in that book, I mean, there's one story which is set on Exegol. So it's like, well, and it's it fits the themes of Shadow of the Sith so well. I was like, well, obviously, perhaps this fable has some basis in truth. Like any kind of legend that we have might have a, a real version from way back whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I really enjoyed it because like, I'm a fan and I love geeking out over like, deep star wars lore so it's like okay let's make dark legends canon <laughs> um, yeah that's wonderful having if, said that having mm-hmm. said that everything is in shadow of the sith it's like it's not a book you have to then do a lot of homework to go and understand everything if people want to then explore dark legends or aftermath or things i have in the book that's great and you get more out of it but i was really conscious of the fact that like because again star wars is for everybody and if you see a book, if you walk into a bookstore and there's a book on the shelf and it says Star Wars and it's got Luke Skywalker on the cover and you're like, hey, I like Star Wars. I'm going to try it out. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. I think that's super important for me. Um, but yeah, because like if you wanted to, you could like go into Dark Legends and Aftermath. You could go into the 1978 Los Angeles Times newspaper <laughs> comic strips and you will find stuff from Shadow of the Sith. But you don't, you don't have to. But you could <laughs> from the 78 comic strips are you kidding yeah. me <laughs> no, to, yeah oh yeah oh my gosh yeah. those are like the russ manning ones or is that russ manning yeah. was a little i don't know uh, if he was a little later in the run no i think he's 78 he was the first ones yeah. oh gosh <laughs> that's awesome okay so if there if there's one thing that we haven't talked about yet out of everything in the book that you think you're most excited for readers to discover what would that be? And, you know, it could be spoiler, it could be non-spoiler, but what would you say? I mean, the heart of the book really has to be Dathan and Miramir, and I really want people to learn their story. Now, I mean, you know, they're not the only characters as Luke and Lando. <laughs> like Luke well, and Lando, yeah. the, two, the two biggest characters in Star Wars, mm-hmm. and then this family that no one's met before, that have seen for five seconds in The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. But I think I kind of really connected with them and I think the story is, is it's a tragedy, but it's also nice in a way because they're a family and there's a lot of love and hope going on. Um, and I, again, it's that kind of the cinematic epic quality of the story lent itself to crafting this family and what they're going through. It's the real essence of the book. So I look forward to, you know, people meeting Dathan and Miramir for the first time. Yeah, and they are beautifully drawn, and the I, for myself at least, I can say that I absolutely was drawn to them and compelled by them, and Young Ray, for that matter, as well. It's just, it is tragic, but at the same time, it is beautiful to see their characters develop, and you actually see them fully realized as people in Star Wars. And it was just, it was so excellently done. Um, I'm (laughs) amazed and inspired by the novel. It's Shadow of the Sith, of course, for our listeners who are hearing this, and it is coming out next week here in the United States. And Adam, I'm so grateful for all the time that you've taken out of your day today. For anybody who wants to continue following you and seeing what you're going to do next in Star Wars or anything else 
for your own creative talents and ambitions, where should people keep up with you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as Ghostfinder, um, and I'm on Instagram as Adam Christopher Writer, which is a far less interesting username. <laughs> um, and then my website is adamchristopher.me, which has got obviously Shadow of the Sith, but it's also got, as I mentioned, Sh um, Stranger Things and all my other stuff that I've done. So those are my hangouts mainly. Excellent. And I will link all of those in the show notes for this episode and at the blog post for the episodes at SW7x7.com. And if I have a last second with you, can you explain why Ghostfinder on Twitter for your handle? Uh, yes. Yeah, so, okay, long story, which I'll make very short. Ghostfinder <laughs> is from a book by William Hope Hodgson called uh, Karnaki the Ghostfinder. It's like mm. a supernatural version of Sherlock Holmes. And there's only a few stories because uh, Hodgson was killed in the First World War. Oh. Um, but for some reason, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago, I picked that as my Twitter username. I then got stuck with it because someone else had Adam Christopher. But then Ghostfinder became Star Wars canon when it was used in the Aftermath trilogy. So it's on Wikipedia. You can look it up. Um, so it's kind of cool. It's like it's a name I'm now stuck with. But it's also I can never change it because it's part of Star Wars. So Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy the thing with instagram i need to change it maybe to something else because adam christopher writer is never going to make it into wikipedia i need, <laughs> I need like ghost or something yeah but that kind of serendipity is is hard to manufacture so <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i guess you're going to have to come up with something and just quietly for yourself and then maybe 10 years from now you know in whatever your fourth or fifth star star wars project on from this one is <laughs> yeah <laughs> see if you can work that yeah. in or yeah. mention it to uh, another writer whisper it in their ear so that way it gets networked <laughs> in <laughs> uh, i'll give it a go well adam thank you again so much for your time and your generosity and insight i really appreciate it hey thank you very much and there you go. That wraps up my conversation with Adam Christopher, author of Shadow of the Sith. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.